This week on Empowering Midlife Wellness, we're talking all about the clitoris, about the clitoris anatomy, how to have better orgasms, and about the O-shot, which many of you know is platelet-rich plasma, which is injected directly into the clitoris and surrounding tissues. And it really works, and I'm gonna teach you about why it works, so you don't wanna miss this one. Hey ladies, and welcome to this week's episode of Empowering Midlife Wellness with me, Dr. Susan. So we haven't talked about the clitoris very much lately, and I was just thinking about it a lot today because I actually had my O-shot today. I'm sitting here really comfortably. I'm gonna to explain to you exactly how the O-shot works. It's awesome, it just takes a few minutes. And what happens to me, I've had the O-shot probably six times, is that about every nine months, I have it redone and it's amazing. It makes orgasms more powerful. It helps with vaginal moisture. It also helps with bladder function if you have a little bit of urine leakage. So we're gonna talk all about that because that was on my mind today since I had it done. Thank you, Brandy. Brandy, my nurse practitioner in our office, is really great at doing that procedure. And, and I do it, of course, too. And then also made me think about how most of us don't know much if anything, about the anatomy of the clitoris, including our doctors, and I'll tell you a little secret, which is that I didn't know anything much about the anatomy of the clitoris until just literally recently in the last few years, because it literally is something that we're not taught as physicians. In fact, when I was in medical school, and until quite recently, and possibly even currently, there isn't any drawings or any teaching in the current or the anatomy textbooks that medical students are, are taught from about clitoral anatomy which isn't that amazing i mean there's so much in there about why the clitoris has just been ignored practically forever and it was only very recently in the 1970s that anybody actually dissected the whole clitoris out and actually drew it out and made it into a model and i have one here and i'm going to show you that's not what you think the clitoris looks like, right? It kind of looks like a swan or a wishbone. But I'll talk to you about all these different parts. The only part that we can see is that little tippy tip on the end. And so many people think that's all that it is, but it's so much more than that. So as women, we kind of have to take the lead in empowering ourselves to know about the clitoris ourselves. Because if you don't know about your own clitoris, and your doctor doesn't know about your clitoris, how in the heck are we gonna expect our partners to know about it? And they don't, and we can't explain what feels good if we don't know what feels good ourselves. And some of us are very lucky to just have great clitoral sensation without even really understanding the anatomy, and that's really lucky. But even if you're one of those people, and I can say I'm one of those people, I had orgasms even when I was a little child, which is something that we can talk about too. That's something that many people don't know, that uh, young girls way before puberty are able to have an orgasm. Boys are not, so we have that lucky talent. Sometimes you'll see little girls squeezing their legs together and they're actually having an orgasm, and that actually happened to me. I had no idea what it was until I was probably 16 or so, but many of us are able to have orgasms kind of naturally. And so, you know, we're not really motivated to learn about the anatomy, but most people struggle with it in some way or another, or at the least, it's not as powerful or as wonderful as it could be. So let's learn about the anatomy of the clitoris, and let's, let's learn about some things that we can do once we know the anatomy 
to improve sensation, to improve our orgasms, because our creator, whoever that was, and could be God or could be evolution, doesn't matter, but this organ was made with one sole purpose, which is for pleasure. And what an amazing gift that is to be able to have pleasure. So we've got a clitoris, ladies, let's maximize the use of it. And I also wanna to talk to you about what happens as we get older, since I'm talking about midlife, things change when our hormones change and we wanna make sure that we keep our clitoris healthy. Coming back to the O shot, that's one of the ways we can do that. So let's just start from the basics. This is what should be taught really in, at least in middle school, and perhaps it is in some very progressive schools, but I can tell you my teenagers went to a very progressive middle school. They had the most in-depth sex education class that you could possibly imagine. They talked about everything. Um, they talked about every kind of sexual orientation and different ways people relate sexually from different sexual orientations. They talked about elderly sex. They talked about disabled sex. They talked about stuff that I've never even thought of, but they didn't talk about the clitoris anatomy. It's mind boggling, but they do know a lot. So here it is, and you may not be able to see this perfectly on YouTube, but here's the clitoris, and it's just about life size in this model. The only part we can see, because this is dissected out, obviously it's covered with soft tissue, is this little tiny tip on the end the part that most of us know as the clitoris. And it's incredibly sensitive. This whole body of tissue is made of nothing but nerves and blood vessels. There are more highly concentrated nerves here than anywhere in the body. And yes, we can certainly have an orgasm just from stimulating this tiny little tip. But what about this part? And then the area that we call the G-spot, because this is actually angled this way, on the anterior vaginal wall. It's actually probably just the backside of this part of the clitoris. It's not really an area that anyone's ever been able to find by dissection. So whether or not the G-spot exists is certainly controversial. We do know that 50 to 60% of women do not have a particularly sensitive spot inside the vagina that we would call the G-spot. So just for those of you who don't know, which are many people, if this is your vagina, let's say this is your vagina, that's easier. On the anterior vaginal wall, that means the top side. So if you put your fingers in the vagina facing upwards, about two centimeters or about an inch inside the vagina, there may be a very soft spot that is rather ticklish and a, sense, a very sensitive area that can lead to orgasm by stimulating it. And that would be wonderful, but only about half of us or even 40% perceive that area. So for many women, manual stimulation inside the vagina or penetrative intercourse with whatever, including vaginal intercourse in the traditional manner, doesn't stimulate the clitoris very much because it's on the outside, the visible part. Now, if you're lucky enough to have a very sensitive area on the inside of the vagina, we might call that the G-spot. What that is is the posterior side of those vaginal nerves it's never actually been isolated itself but that's wonderful and i also want to just tell you if you don't have that there's nothing wrong with you so many patients come to see me and they think oh my god something's wrong with me i've never had an orgasm with vaginal stimulation or with manual stimulation i need external stimulation that's the only thing that works for me that may very well be just the way you're made and that's okay however i would explore 
a little bit more. You can you can find a model like this just by Googling. I mean, this particular model has become very popular nowadays now that we know about it. And do some investigation on your own trying to find that spot because if you've been in a heterosexual relationship in particular, women, if you're with another woman, they may be more sensitive and might be learning this themselves and be able to help you find that. But men don't have any idea. Uh, for the most part. I mean, sorry guys, it's not your fault. We weren't taught it and you certainly weren't either. So do some investigation on your own and you might be able to find a sensitive spot, just a one knuckle, or what, what is that? Like half an inch inside the vagina. And that's why when we're having intercourse with manual stimulation, we want the fingers pointing up and wanna be tickled on the front wall of the vagina. For the most part, that's what women like because that's where those clitoral nerves are. External stimulation is wonderful and many women actually find it can frankly get a little bit uncomfortable because it's so sensitive. So we wanna be careful with that little visible tip because it can get really sensitive. And if it takes more than a few minutes to have an orgasm, it can actually get kind of painful and irritating. So we don't wanna just focus on that. We certainly don't wanna have that, you know, rubbed and sandpapered. It's like, ouch, that doesn't feel good. So we've talked about the anatomy of the clitoris, and then I wanna talk about what happens as we get older to our clitoral anatomy and to our anatomy in general in the vagina. And so, you know, I do specialize in midlife. So as we all know, as our hormones change, particularly estrogen, we lose blood flow to the vagina. So when we lose blood flow, we develop dryness of the tissue. The tissue gets less elastic. It can be painful with sex, and the clitoris loses blood flow too. So it actually shrinks. If you look at the visible part of the clitoris that you can see as we get older, it can get smaller and smaller, and even so small that it's practically invisible and the skin over it can fuse together. So we don't want that to happen because as you can imagine, that decreases sensation. So what can we do to keep our clitoris nice and healthy as we get closer to menopause and then postmenopause? Well, I'm gonna to talk to you about the O-Shot. I started the conversation about that, but first I always say the foundation is hormones. So putting estrogen in the vagina, now that could be directly putting it in the vagina, or if you use it systemically, meaning throughout your system, which is what I do, then some of it gets to the vagina, and that keeps that tissue nice and healthy. And I've told this story before, but it's worth repeating, I think. If you biopsy, the tissue, and we don't do this to you in the office, but it's been done in studies. If you biopsy the tissue of a young woman who's making lots of estrogen, biopsy her vaginal tissue, I'll, I'll talk about the clitoris too, but if you biopsy the vaginal tissue, those cells are plump. I always say they look like jelly donuts because they've got fluid inside the middle. They're stretchy, they're bouncy. You can see how elastic they would be. I mean, that can stretch enough to put a baby's head through there, you know, nine to 10 centimeters across uh, without tearing. And then as we get older, if you biopsy the tissue of a woman who hasn't had any estrogen for a few years in particular, it looks like that jelly donut got run over. It's flat and thin like paper. It's not elastic. All the fluid's gone. So when we stretch it, as happens with intercourse, it can literally tear and be quite painful. Now the best part is that when we put estrogen back into that very same tissue for a few months and then repeat the biopsy, you can literally turn those sandpaper tissues back into jelly donuts. It, it really is a miracle. So my vagina that's getting lots of estrogen, you could not tell it from a 20 year old 
which is really cool. I mean, it really makes the tissue look and feel younger. So estrogen is very important. Testosterone is helpful too, more for libido, works on our brain, and it can have a, an effect on the clitoris to prevent it from shrinking. Now, you don't want too much testosterone to make your clitoris get overly enlarged, of course, but it does help with that shrinking issue. So if you've got a bundle of nerves and it shrinks, it's going to become less sensitive. So hormones really are the foundation of keeping our vagina and clitoris healthy. And we can either use it directly in the vagina or we can use it throughout a whole system. Of course, if we use it throughout a whole system, we get all the other numerous benefits of estrogen as well that we all know about because you can refer to previous issues of this uh, show to learn all about the benefits of estrogen. But estrogen and testosterone, really important. And now let's talk about something else that we can do to improve and maintain the health of the clitoris. And that is the O-Shot, O-Shot, which is simply a brand name for using platelet-rich plasma in the vagina. So that's a big mouthful of letters, uh, but a wonderful, very clever uh, physician named Dr. Charles Reynolds brand named the O-Shot uh, because he studied using platelet-rich plasma in the clitoris and surrounding tissues and also in the penis for men. He called that the P-Shot. Now, I don't do that, but if your spouse needs help with erectile dysfunction, it's a wonderful treatment for that. The reason why I'll get into in detail. So first of all, let's back up and learn what PRP or platelet-rich plasma is. And I've talked about that before, but some of you might not know. So we draw your blood. This is your own blood. In this case, we draw about 20 cc's of blood, which is, you know, a vial, not a huge amount. And then it's spun down with a special centrifuge to take out the red cells and the white cells. And so what we're left with is plasma densely packed in platelets. And wherever you inject this stuff, remember it's your own blood, uh, and it's been used for many, many years for orthopedics, for wound healing, for hair restoration, wherever you inject it, what happens in our miraculous body is that the platelets aggregate and they set off a chain of reactions, including our growth cells and our own body's stem cells that come in to grow whatever cells belong in that area, which sounds kind of crazy and science fiction-ish, but really isn't the whole human body like that. It is a straight up miracle. But if you inject it in your head, you'll get new hair. If you put it on a wound, it will heal more quickly. If you have a burn victim, it will help skin grow back. If you have an orthopedic injury and you stick it in your knee or your hip or whatever's injured, it will heal much more quickly. So it stands to reason that if you inject it in the clitoris and surrounding tissue, that what is there will proliferate. And what is that? That's blood vessels, nerves, collagen. If you inject it in the penis, same thing. It improves blood vessel, uh, blood flow to the penis, which is how men have an erection. So men get ED, right? And, and we can see that because they'll have an erection and then they'll lose it. It's very obvious. We have something kind of similar happen where we have decreased blood flow to the clitoris and we may be feeling aroused and then, oof, the feeling just disappears. And that would be the loss of an erection if you were a man, but for us, it's just that loss of sensation or difficulty reaching orgasm. So improving blood flow really helps with that situation. Um, now I can tell you personally, this may be the case for many women. It's certainly not the case for everyone. So uh, forgive me for making some generalizations if this doesn't apply to you. But for many women as teenagers and say in our 20s, it's quite easy to have an orgasm. Again, not for everyone. So 
if you're not in this group, that's certainly okay. But for many women, it's quite easy because blood flow is very free, the clitoris is very healthy, doesn't take that much stimulation. After childbirth, not because childbirth changes anything so much because children too, I know having had three babies under the age of two, I didn't care too much about having an orgasm at that point. I was just trying to, you know, get from one day to the next. So we tend to ignore that a little bit as a big generalization during our childbearing years if we choose to have children. So sex can turn from fun and easy into kind of work, like one more goddamn thing to do. And now we have an opportunity to turn it back into fun because maybe the kids have gotten a bit older or we have some more space or wisdom in our life where we can learn about the anatomy of the clitoris and actually find out that it's not just this and explore this whole area and figure out what feels good. That's one of the beautiful things about midlife, just by the way. But if you're in a situation like me, I'm 54, I'm getting my hormones. Yeah, I was feeling much, much better, but still orgasms took longer to reach. I couldn't have two or three in a row anymore like when I was in my 20s. But having the O-Shot restored that to, really I'm not joking, what it was like when I was in my 20s. Sounds really scary, doesn't it? Because we're talking about injecting with a very tiny needle platelet-rich plasma into your clitoris and into the anterior vaginal wall. Remember the part that has all these wonderful nerves here that we call the G-spot. But I promise you it doesn't hurt. I did two O-shots today on my patients and I had one myself and everybody was totally comfortable. So it just sounds scarier than it is, but we're very careful to make it comfortable. So once we've drawn the blood, we've got the 20 cc's of blood. Once it's spun down, we usually get around half of that, maybe eight to 10 cc's of the platelet-rich plasma. And it's divided up into five different injections. I know I'm making it sound worse and worse here, but I promise it's a tiny needle and it really doesn't hurt. So while this is processing, you're sitting reading a book or doing your emails with a very strong local anesthetic on the tissue so that it'll be nice and numb by the time we get started. And the injection process takes, oh, maybe two minutes max. It's really quick. So one of the larger injections, which is about three cc's, you know, about the amount of your pinky finger, actually goes into this part of the clitoris, the part kind of right below your pubic bone. And it's interesting that when we were younger, many of us, including me, would get a lot of pleasure from pushing on the pubic bone. And that could be by doing something as simple as a cobra pose in yoga. It'd be like, ooh, that feels good. And we kind of lose that, I think, as we get older. And I don't think we probably really understood what was happening at the time. But that is a very sensitive area because that's where this bundle of nerves is running. So about three cc's of the PRP goes into the area above the visible part of the clitoris. Another three cc's or so, depending on how much we get, goes into the anterior vaginal wall. And by that, I mean this top part, right below the hole that we urinate from. So it's feeding that whole anterior vaginal wall with platelet-rich plasma that feeds the G-spot that we already talked about may or may not exist as an actual anatomic thing, but there's certainly a very sensitive area there for many women. The other thing it does is help the strength of the anterior vaginal wall, and that supports the bladder, which is up here. So if you have some leakage of urine when you cough or sneeze or exercise, it creates more strength that supports the bladder. And so one of the cool side effects of the O-shot, which wasn't the original plan, but turned out this was a neat kind of um, afterthought, women who have an O-shot frequently notice a big improvement in their bladder symptoms. And I had that happen. I was at one point going to have surgery for incontinence and I 
had the O shot several times and did some pelvic physical therapy. And I don't leak much at all, certainly not enough to have surgery. So that's another amazing side effect that you might benefit from. So we've talked about the three CCs into the area above the visible part of the clitoris. Another three CCs, that's about your pinky finger amount, into the anterior vaginal wall. And then one cc, just a little bit, goes into the tippy tip of the clitoris, the part you can see, I promise it doesn't hurt. I know it sounds awful, but it's a teeny tiny little needle and it's already numb. And then just a little bit goes into what's called the skein's glands, which are on either side of the urethra, which is the hole where we urinate from, and that's where we make a lot of our moisture. So five injections total, don't feel them, and then it takes about six to eight weeks for PRP to work because we're growing new blood vessels and nerves and collagen and that doesn't happen overnight. Uh, so usually a couple months after the O shot, that's when people are really noticing a difference. That's certainly what happened to me. And we say that it lasts for six to 12 months. Mine's like clockwork, right about nine months afterwards, I'm noticing, oh, it's starting to go back to how it was before. And then I know I need another one, which I got today. Recovery really isn't any. I'm sitting here comfortably. It does feel a little swollen because there's a lot of fluid under the tissue, but um, it doesn't feel uncomfortable, so to speak. It's sort of a more of an awareness, like, hmm, I can kind of feel my clitoris. It can even be sort of pleasant, uh, but not painful. So you could have sex the same day. You could exercise the same day. Frankly, most people don't because it just feels a little weird, but you wouldn't do any harm. So, so that's sort of how that would work. And I just really encourage you to think about it because it's one of the only things that we can do that truly knock on something is it, nothing bad can happen. It's your own blood. So if we're using things like collagen, hyaluronic acid, other types of fillers or products, you know, you can have allergies to those. They can have different types of reactions that are not ideal in your tissue. But this is literally your own blood. We're taking it out. We're putting it back in to your system. And nothing bad can happen. Now, who does it not work for? Because we always want to be very honest. It will not work if you've never had an orgasm or if you've got other issues going on, like you can't stand your partner. <laughs> now, that'll work. You could still self-stimulate. But now we have to think about other things that affect sexual function other than anatomy. I mean, this will help the anatomy. And then you have to think what other parts need to be dealt with. Um, it also probably won't help if you're quite elderly because unfortunately stem cells are not as strong as we get older and there's some really good studies showing that the younger we are the more potent the effects are of platelet-rich plasma and that just makes sense so if you are and i'm 54 and it still works fine but if you're 80 um, it wouldn't be that you can't get it done it's just that we wouldn't expect the results that we would expect in a 30 year old just because our stem cells are not as uh you know they're slowing down like like you would expect. In that case, we can do some more fancy stuff like using umbilical stem cells. Now that's a talk for another day, but just to know that's out there, uh, certain people do donate their placenta. It's legal to do so. Uh, stem cell banks get the stem cells out of the umbilical cord. Pretty, I know this is miraculous sounding science fiction stuff, but those stem cells can be purchased in a little vial and added to your own platelet-rich plasma just to enhance the benefit of the stem cell. So that would be the case if you're using it for hair restoration, wound healing, erectile dysfunction, clitoral sensation, or anything. Just because, you know, these are like brand new, straight out of the package stem cells out of a brand new baby. Um, so that's pretty cool. So we've talked about clitoral anatomy. Learn about it, play with it, teach your partner. This was an organ that was made for one purpose 
which was to have pleasure. We were given this organ, let's use it. I think we kind of have a responsibility to this cute little thing, right? Otherwise it's been, had its whole life wasted. And we can't expect our partners to know about it if we don't. So learn about your clitoris, keep it healthy. And that would be with hormones, number one, as we get older. Also with using it, we gotta use it. And the more we use it, the better. And then even with things like platelet-rich plasma. So just letting you know it's important. We want to keep it healthy right up until the end of life. So if you learned something today and you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe. Share it with your friends. If you have any comments, I would love to hear them. And if you've got some things that you'd like to hear me talk about in future episodes, put some comments below and we'd love to get to those. And I cannot wait to see you next week. 